Wang Ji and Mao Ying, one of the greatest movie couples of all time. But can you imagine the conversation they must have had just before the end of the movie, after escaping from the Wing Kong Trading Company, stopping at the traffic lights, having a quick snog, and then the next scene. Before the next scene, when they're at the restaurant, everyone is cleaned up, had a shower, change of clothes, and they are writing a check to Jack for 1,148 bucks times three. Mao Ying has had one hell of a day, and now she has to pay off Wang's gambling debts. This is Luke, and I'm talking to others listening out there. Welcome to It's All in the Reflexes, a podcast all about John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. My favorite movie of all time, and that's why I started a fan page on Instagram at Bigger Trouble in Little China. Bigger Trouble in Little China. Please check it out. It's a great way to connect with other Big Trouble in Little China fans. There are a lot of them out there. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time, welcome. If you've been here from the beginning, a big thank you for sticking with me as I try to figure out how to put a podcast together and how not to do it. I have finished going through the whole movie, breaking it down scene by scene, minute by minute, second by second, and giving you my thoughts and behind the scene info, trivia. If you want to go back and listen from the big start, go to an episode called You Leave Jack Burden Alone and start from there. Each episode title is a line from the movie that is said in that part that I'm talking about on that episode. Let me know if I have got something wrong, or you disagree, or even agree with me. Send me a message on Instagram at Bigger Trouble in Little China. I do try and read them all, I do get a lot. If you say you listen to my podcast, I will probably check out your profile page, and if it looks cool and not too private and not too personal, I might follow you back, but I can't follow everybody. If you're not on Instagram, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash it's all in the reflexes. That's where I publish my podcast. You can send me messages, and I think you can voicemails as well, as I believe. That's anchor.fm forward slash it's all in the reflexes. If you can take the time to follow, subscribe, and give me a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on, and if you can write a review, you don't have to say how much you love this podcast. You just just write your favorite line from this movie. That would be really cool of you. If you've never seen Big Trouble in Little China, go watch it. Now, just stop whatever you're doing and go and watch it. It will change your life for the better. If you're already a fan, in the words of Kurt Russell from the book, the official making of Big Trouble in Little China from the afterword, he is talking about Big Trouble in Little China fans coming up to him saying lines from the movie. He writes, oh yes, Big Trouble in Little China fans are my favorite. Sorry, they are. Jack Burden fans, well that's easy. We share the same DNA. I have so much more to talk about Big Trouble in Little China and I will also try and keep you up to date if there's any news from the world of Big Trouble in Little China about the actors, the crews, what are they working on if there's any news of sequels, boo, remakes, anything like that but on this episode I'm going to be talking about Wang Chi and Mao Ying now as we all share the same DNA let's get back to talking about this fabulous movie here's to the army and navy and the battles they have won here's to America's colors, the colors that never run May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. So Wang Chi, the hero of this movie, played by Dennis Dunn, who was born April 19th, 1952 in Stockton, California, the U.S. of A. His full name is Dennis Gong Dunn. Now Jackie Chan was John Carpenter's first choice to play the role of Wang Chi, but producer Lawrence Gordon was highly against it, fearing that Chang's English wasn't good enough after seeing 
him in movies like Battle Creek Brawl and The Protector, but Carpenter wanted Chang after the success of Police Story. Chang declined the role, thank the God. I am a fan of Chang's, Jackie Chan, but Dennis Dunn is Wang Chi. He just is Wang Chi. There's nowhere else to put it. John Carpenter had seen Dennis Dunn in uh, The Year of the Dragon, which came out in 1985, and liked his work on that film. He'd only met the actor twice before casting him in the role, and that was only a few days before um, principal photography. And at the time, Dennis Dunn had a choice of two roles, two films to choose from, and he chose Big Trouble because he was a Buckaroo Banzai fan, and they were both written by W.D. Richter. A little bit of trivia here. At the end of the movie, when they're getting ready to go back into the Wincon Trading Company and rescue Mel Yee and Gracie Law, and they're all getting geared up for battle, um, Wang Chi was meant to be wearing the, like the ninja black outfits like all the other Chang Sings, but it was Dennis Dunn's idea to wear like the Air Force jumpsuit, like the ones from Top Gun. He actually had one. He actually owned one and, sh- and showed the uh, costume designer and John Carpenter and they both liked it. So that's why he's dressed up in the um, the flight suit. I'm not sure if it's the same one they used for filming because they must have had a few of them. But it was definitely a good idea. And I really love that he's wearing that. It kind of it makes him stand out in the fight scenes. So Mao Ying, played by Susie Pao. Her full name is Sue Francis she was born 8th August 1962 in Toledo, Ohio, and she was Penthouse of the Month in 1981, also appeared in 1982. She hasn't made a lot of films. She was in Sharky's Machine in 1981, and then she was cut from First Blood. You can see, see her as a prostitute in the deleted scenes, and um, she hasn't done much else. Um, of acting wise anyway Mel Ying translates roughly to cat like so let's talk about the love story between Wang Chi and Mel Ying so Wang Chi leaves Mel Ying in China and moves to the US of A San Francisco Chinatown about five years before the, the movie is set so let's say that's what he tells Jack so he moves to Little China and he slept on the floor to save money before he knew Jack Burton. Sleeping on the floor helps you save money. So we know that Jack Burton and Wang Chi haven't known each other longer than five years. Kurt and Dennis acted like they had known each other for a couple of years. So Wang Chi now owns the restaurant, the Dragon of the Black Ball. And guess I don't we know if he's just called Uncle Chu or if he's... Wang Chi's uncle. So he now has enough money to bring Mao Ying over from China. And in the deleted scenes, we find out that Mao Ying is an accountant and that Wang tells Jack that she will come here and sort of fix his books, get not fix them, get them all into order, get his books into order. And Jack's reply in the deleted scene is, well, the first thing she can do is take out 1,148 bucks times two. I don't think the best idea before meeting your fiancé or girlfriend you haven't seen in five years then is to go to the 
to a market and gamble more money, lose more money <laughs> before she arrives. You know, big day. She's come all the way from China, Mao Ying. You know, she's got, she's obviously got no money. You know, she looks fantastic, but she's got no luggage. She can't afford luggage. She's just got a cardboard box, an old baking powder cardboard box. That's all her belongings are in there, you know, is in that one box, which we never see again. She's lost that now after she's kidnapped in the market, in, when she's kidnapped at the airport. So, yes, yeah, so not the, so Wang Chi does not make the best start here you know that's not the best way to to meet your fiance then Mao Ying has one of the worst days ever I talked about this before on one of the podcasts but so she just got off a long flight from China all the way to San Francisco Chinatown she's been on that all by herself you know she's waiting to see her fiance I love a lot of her life Wang Chi you know she gets off the uh, um, having to carry her own box you know, hasn't got a suitcase on wheels. And she is then grabbed by these the Lords of Death um, gunpoint and dragged out of the airport, losing her box, you know, her one possession in this world. And she is then dragged to a waiting car, thrown in the back of a very small sports car and driven away at speed, tied up, chased along the, uh, the motorway. And then she is then taken to the white tiger a brothel and sold she was sold for a quick sale to the the white tiger brothel as and then she is taken into this secret room and tied to the bed so she's now waiting there she's being tied to the bed in this brothel and then the ceiling bursts open rain and then this strange loads lightning and then the freeze storm well Lightning the storms, <laughs> the storm called lightning, I'm trying to say, flies down this hole. He uh, cuts her free from the bed and then takes her, flies up out of the hole into the rain and then is flown to the Wing Kong Trading Company where she is, well, that journey must have been just awful. You know, can you imagine just flying through there in the rain, get taken to this uh, room where she is put into this magical coma someone's changed her clothes because she's now in this uh she's now dressed all in white um and she just is now floating in a room and she has any senses at all and then this ghost this funny dressed ghost comes through the wall just appears can float through the room over to her and starts to touch her but hands but his hands go straight through her boobs i mean he's a dirty old man he goes straight for the boobs and yes, and then she then has to hold on to a sword with this uh, other lady she's never met before. So she, if she's just in a coma and doesn't register this, but if she's got any kind of senses going on, she's out in a room having to hold a sword and floats up in the air, having to touch and then have to touch a light bulb. She is then changed again into another dress, probably by dirty old men, and... Um, and put into another sort of coma and she then wakes up finds herself next time she's on stage with the ghost man who now can touch her somehow can touch her with uh, trying to get this needle of love through her wrist to um, break the curse so she's now been manhandled then takes him up into the escalator where this same man and this other guy are still trying to get the needle into her wrist 
she doesn't know what's going on. They have to kill her. They have to kill her to break the curse. And then this guy just walks in. Someone she hasn't seen. American. Um, lipstick on his mouth. Coming to save her. And there, finally, Wang Chi is next to him. So now she's going to be saved. But then Wang Chi is chased off by the thunder. By thunder. And she's just left with Jack Burton there gets out his knife and throws the worst throw ever in the history of knife throwing she's gives this guy a, the weirdest look it's the best bit of act, acting that uh, Susie Powell does in the whole movie just a look at Jack when he does the bad throw then she has to escape she sees a man you know sees a man get killed in the head with a knife she is then <laughs> sees another storm it just explode She's chased by lightning, taking up the ceiling, having to do all this weird stuff. And then, after all that, she finds herself in this truck with her fiancé, who they stop at the traffic lights and have a good old snog. So, they get back to Dragon of the Black Pool. You know, she's all sort of got to get changed, cleaned up. What a day. And then, at some point... Wang Chi must say to, oh yeah, I, I have to pay Jack Burden 1,148 bucks times two. And maybe we should make it times three because he did, you know, risk his life to save you and all this stuff. And she would be like, I imagine saying this to my wife. <laughs> uh, and the response would be like, well, why? What were you doing? You know, why do you own this money? Oh yeah, I was, I was gambling. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't have gone down well. And you can just you, you can just see her response would be like, you weren't trying to cut that beer bottle in half again with the machete, was you? Please tell me you wasn't trying to cut a beer bottle in half with a machete. You know, that's why you had to leave China. Come on. Come on, Wang. Please tell me it wasn't that. Uh, yes, I was trying to. You know, it normally always works at home. No, no, it hasn't ever worked at home. <laughs> Well, maybe it has. Never tried that at home. Never tried doing that at home. So then she had to put a brave face on, go out there, and now she's suddenly got money. She hasn't got money to buy luggage, but she's got 1,148 bucks times three, whatever that adds up to. And, um, yeah, so she pays off her husband gambling debts. So I always like to think, what would happen next? There's been a lot of talk about sequels and you know what would happen i mean i think it was if they brought this movie back now i've talked about this before but if they talk brought it back now as forget about the whole rock what the, the rock might do or whatever do just go just focus on wang chi at the dragon of the black pool you know do a tv series and i, I just don't think that mao ying would still be with him you know would have left him they may have had a couple of kids, but I think the gambling would be a problem. So Wang Chi and Mao Ying, what a great love story. So if you're looking, if you're a Dennis Dunn fan and you're like, I wonder what else he has done. He's done a lot of television and um, his biggest thing, he was in um, a TV show called Nightcaller. He played Billy Poe between 1988 and 1991. So you can still try and find that on television. He's done a lot of lot of TV through the 90s um, probably like Jag and then he hasn't 
I think he does mostly theatre now. But um, the last TV series that he was on was a program called Luck, um, in 2012, and he he played Leo Chang. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. It hasn't come out in the UK, or well, wasn't out in the UK for very long. That was with Dustin Hoffman, and then the then he after that was just his last credit on IMDb was um, something horrible. A I'm not quite sure what that is. Something, I think it's a film. It's just called yes, yeah, a film from. 2018 something horrible and um to hunt that down Susie Powell hasn't done much there's nothing about her on online about acting wise anyway she's probably done more modeling search for the uh, penthouse you know <laughs> maybe you shouldn't search for that I would also like to give you some updates on the uh, the remake that The Rock is doing, like I said before. I get asked a lot on my Instagram about remakes or uh, reboots. So just to be clear, at the moment it's not going to be a remake. It's going to be a continuation of the story set in the same universe as the original film. The Rock is not going to be playing Jack Burden. That's all. That's all I know, really. I think that was the how they first broke the story. Their first was going to be that The Rock would be playing Jack Burton, but there was a lot of backlash from the fans, so they've uh, moved away from that and have rewritten the uh, or trying to rewrite the screenplay. So he's to make it more of a continuation, in the same vein as like the Jumanji movies. I think like the first Jumanji movie happened, then. This continuations on the story with The Rock coming to probably Little China and getting in some big trouble as well. But there is, um, I will keep you up to date with any more news. But at the moment, fingers crossed, it's not going to be a remake. And the long, as I just want this to be stay in development hell with The Rock. So hopefully, COVID may have pushed him back a bit further. It's still on his IMDb page, and but he gets also very busy. So all I want, as long as he's developing it, nobody else can try and remake it. That's that's what my wish. I mean, I will watch it. I hope it does. I hope it's really great, and I just would want anything more from the world of Big Drum Little China. It's just not the route I would like to take. I would like, like I said, I think go to TV. We're not going to get Kurt Russell. I think he's stopped acting now he's doing the few kind of um just doing the christmas movies i think he said he did uh fast and furious nine he may come back in those if he survived the last one i haven't seen it yet but um i think he's kind of retired but you never know you might be able to get him for a, a cameo or voiceover or something like that but i do think you could get dennis dunn as the lead and you know, they've had great success on, you know, Cobra Khan. Everyone kind of focuses on that. It's done well, but, you know, more TV. Somebody must have, when Lopan died, somebody must have come in and broken and filled the void of the bad guy. You know, you know, there's always would be a void and gangs would have tried to, you know, take over from the gap that, that Lopan had left. And it would be nice to see a sort of a, I hope that someone would write something like that more than a film i mean i just, just don't really want another film it's just the thought of uh 
the thought of like a remake is just sickening and even a reboot um was but for this a film that's like this black big trouble it just doesn't work you know when they try to like remake ghostbusters with the, the female cast you know they just didn't get the right it just wasn't right you know and you have to be so respectful to the material like john carpenter said about about the remake or the reboot a few years ago so things may change now but at the time he kind of said they don't care about his movie they just they just wanted a title and they just wanted the title you know the title and remaking it so they don't give a crap about he used a different word they don't give a crap about his movie they just want a, like a vehicle for the rock but um, I'm hoping if they do anything in the world of Big Trouble that they can bring John Carpenter on to, even if he's as a producer you know executive producer just run by the ideas past him just to have him in the mix of the conversations that he's had you know he's not directing anymore maybe he'll come back but you need you need to have his stamp of approval I believe you know if you are interested in the continuation of the story there are comic books and the comic book series does take place straight as the movie ends so it's picked up right after Jack Burton drives away from the uh, from the restaurant and the uh, monster the, the the wild the wild man in the back of the truck so if you're interested to find out the story they are done by Boom Studios and I think it's like you can get them in different volumes now different books so you can buy them all together in different volumes and that continuations the story there are another another comic book series called Old Man Jack that's when he's older obviously and there's also two novels the novels are Big Trouble in Mother Russia and Big Trouble in Merry Old England. So you can still find them. They're called illustration novels, uh, big red covers, and they continue the story of Jack Burton and the other gang and the rest of the gang. So they are, if you're a fan of this movie and you still want to get some more story about Jack Burton and Wang Chi, they're well worth looking out for. There are also two books, on, like I've mentioned at the beginning, the official making of Big Trouble in Little China. It's a big hardback coffee book. Um, it's very hard to get hold of now. Um, out of print. So if you find it, um, buy it, because they're going up in price. It's just called The Official Making of Big Trouble in Little China by uh, Tara Bennett and Paul Terry, um, but produced by Boom Studios. It's a great book. And then there's also like a exactly the same. It looks exactly the same, but it's called the official art of Big Trouble in Little China by the same authors. Uh, it, but it's more of the just about the art of Big Trouble, and there's a lot about the comic books, the toys, and the costumes in that. You can still get that one. That is easier to find. Um, it's this hasn't gone out of stock. And I think that John Carpenter has been signing some of these and sending them on. I think it's Storm Kings when he sells through. There's a comic book website. I think it's called Storm Kings or something like that. But just search for John Carpenter's official site on Instagram. And there's always links to the other places, what he's doing. 
So if you want to get, I think they maybe they bought up a few, signed some, and sold them through their website. So it's definitely worth looking out for. If you're on Amazon, there is also a lot of notebooks. I mean, I collect notebooks. Don't know, it's a silly thing to collect, but I do collect notebooks. I don't, I can't use them because I can't get them. I can't use. <laughs> I don't want to start writing inside them. I just want to collect all the different covers, and they're doing this kind of. It must be kind of not official ones but print on demand where they're doing a lot of big trouble little china different ones so yes if you do search through amazon for that they're not the best of the best of qualities because they're, they're not official but they're still quite cool to have there's also a new book by well a book last year it's by eric wing chow lee the book is the the Journey of an Artist by Grandmaster Eric Lee, and um, he is one of the uh, he was one of the stuntmen on Big Trouble in Little China, and that's well worth looking out for. Doesn't say too much about Big Trouble in there, but he has he's had quite a very a great career in the kung fu movies, and that's well worth checking out. Thank you for listening. I've got I've got lots more to talk about Big Trouble in Little China, and um, hope you join me next time to talk about this fabulous movie. Big Trouble in Little China. Please check me out on Instagram at Bigger Trouble in Little China. If you're not on Instagram, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash it's all in the reflexes. That's where I publish my podcast. You can send me messages and I think you can voicemails as well as I believe. That's anchor.fm forward slash it's all in the reflexes. If you can take the time to follow, subscribe and give me a five star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you can write a review, you don't have to say how much you love this podcast. You just just write your favorite line from this movie. That would be really cool of you. And remember, it's all in the reflexes. Ooh.